Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So let's see if this sounds familiar to you. Wake up, get dressed, go to work, come home, clean up, cook dinner, go to bed, repeat. Does that sound kind of familiar? Life at times can kind of be mundane. And our routine can have us feeling stuck in a rut. As a wife, mom, and business owner, I know firsthand how the thought of each day's to-do list can leave you groaning when that alarm clock goes off every morning. The cycle of these everyday tasks can leave you feeling less than excited about what each day brings. But sometimes putting in a little extra effort into your day is just what you need to do to go from living a life that is ordinary to living a life that you can't wait to participate in. Life is what you make it, and there are a few simple lifestyle changes that you can make that are guaranteed to improve your quality of life and take you from dreading the day ahead to actually looking forward to it. These changes won't just benefit you, but they'll benefit your spouse, your children, and your career. So for this episode, I want to inspire you to make the change. Now I'm writing this episode at 5.24 a.m. Yes, in the morning. Once upon a time in my life, being up at this hour was considered ungodly, okay? You wouldn't find me up before the sun, and even after the sun came up, I wore an eye mask to keep the sunlight at bay. For years, sleep was my best friend, and I thought getting tons of it was what contributed to me having a great day. And then I had children. They came in and destroyed my relationship with sleep. I could no longer depend on it to have a good day. So did that now mean that my days were ruined because I couldn't sleep as much as I wanted to? Having kids really helped me to see that I have more control over how my days go and how I feel than I thought I did. But I had to be strategic. Being productive and feeling good while getting things done was my goal. But it also didn't just magically happen. I had to do a lot of work because oftentimes I was productive, but I wasn't necessarily a happy person. Maybe you can relate to waking up aggravated and going to work in a I wish somebody would mood. (laughs) Or maybe you can relate to feeling burnt out as soon as you get off from work only to clock in as a mom and feel like you have no energy and patience to be the mom you desire to be. Or what about feeling so mentally drained after a long week, you don't even want to think about trying to hang out with your friends. I'll be the first one to raise my hand and say, I've been there. The awesome news is that you don't have to stay in that place of mundane living where you're just going through the motions and living for the weekend. Each day presents an opportunity for you to live your best life. You can live your best life on a Wednesday, not just on a Saturday when you get to turn up. When I think back over the different phases of my life, it's funny to see how things have changed and how that because of these changes, I've had to make adjustment to my days. 
If I flash back to 2006, 2007, I was a senior in college and my days were spent waking up late, going to class, eating junk, and staying up all night talking to my friends, playing video games. If I fast forward to being married, even then life was still pretty sweet. Both me and my husband worked full time, but after work, we had the freedom to do whatever it is that we wanted to do and go wherever we wanted to go. (sighs) Those were the days. And then I think about when my children were babies and life was kind of a blur. I was one happy, sad, stressed, thankful, and sleep deprived mama. And yes, you can have all of those emotions in one day. Now that my children are a little older, my youngest is now four, and my life looks very different from how it did 10 years ago. In each stage of my life, I've had to adjust and be flexible in order to feel good about things and to remain mentally, spiritually, and physically healthy. I could have easily let that time when my kids were tiny make me feel down because my husband and I could no longer be free like we used to be. But that is why you have to make the choice to do things daily that contribute to your life being what you want it to be. Don't sell yourself short and believe that it is what it is and that you don't have the power over how things are in your life. You may feel like you have a job that sucks, but it doesn't mean your life has to suck. You may deal with people who stress you out, but that means that life does not have to be stressful. Yes, there are some things that we cannot control and change. But there is so much more that we can. And that is what we're going to focus on today. So before we jump into the details of daily activities you can take to live a better life mentally, spiritually, and physically, we must discuss a very important first step. And that is to know your goal. Doing the actions without knowing the purpose or the goal is like following driving directions with no destination to reach. It really helps to know what you want to work toward. Ask yourself, what do you want your days to look like? Be specific. How do you want to feel throughout your day? What changes would you like to see happen? What about your day currently works for you and what doesn't work for you as well? Sit and assess when you feel your happiest and your worst throughout the day. Do a time analysis of your day. What do you spend most of your time doing throughout the day? Is this thing helping you reach your goal? Asking these simple questions can help you determine what changes you need to make in order to live the life that you desire for you and even for your family. When I did this for myself, I realized that the most difficult time of day for me was in the mornings. I guess that's not really a surprise. I was the type to wake up grumpy. I also realized that I spent more time than I like in front of a screen, be it my phone, my TV, or the computer. And realizing these things helped me to see what changes I needed to make in order to be happier in my life overall and to help me reach my goals. So go and interview yourself and figure out what your goals are and what you are trying to achieve and what daily changes you need to make in order to achieve those goals. Okay, so now that we have the goals, let's talk about a few things that you can do that will help you have better days, which lead to better weeks and so on and so forth. The first thing that I recommend is that you plan ahead. Planning your week or your month ahead of time can help you to see what you need to get done and where you need to spend your time. Take a moment each night before you go to bed and view your calendar so that you know what you need to get done the next day. 
They say that the key to having a good day is to have a good night. So prepare things the night before, such as maybe your breakfast and your lunch, or set up your office in a way that you can just walk right in and get to work. Prepping for your day at night is really helpful when it comes to setting yourself up for success. Currently, every quarter, my husband and I sit down and he helps me make out a calendar for the next three months of what needs to get done. We sit down, we prioritize each goal, and based off those priorities, we determine how much time and what days I'm going to spend working towards those goals. Having this visual calendar really helps me stay on task, especially since I work in an environment where no one else is responsible for me. I'm the only one responsible for getting everything done. So to set myself up for success, I prep, prepare, and plan ahead, and I highly recommend that you do the same. Whether you use a calendar on your phone or a nice one that you get from the store, planning ahead can ensure that you spend your days doing things that really matter. The next thing that I recommend you do is waking up earlier. Yes, even earlier than you already currently do. Now, this is a hard one, especially if you are like me and you are not a morning person. For some reason, I thought that having kids would automatically turn me into a morning person, but it did not. It just turned me into a person who was up early and unhappy. (laughs) The thought of getting up earlier than you have to may make you want to pull the covers over your head even more. But hear me out. I've tried it and it really works and makes a big difference in how you feel throughout your day. I've learned that how I start my day contributes heavily to how productive I am and how I feel about things throughout the day. Before, I used to wake up the same time as my children, and that would lead to a lot of grumpy mornings of me having a bad attitude and not necessarily giving my children the love and affection that I wanted to give them when they first got up. I'm sure some of you can relate to waking up to kids who are extremely happy and ready to go, and you are just not ready. You're not in a good mood, and you're not necessarily happy about having to get up right now. But I learned that if I get up before they do and I have some time to myself, I have time to read, I have time to meditate, I have time to pray, to sit in silence and maybe sip on a cup of coffee if I feel like it. It really contributes to me having a better day. So now by the time they wake up, I've been up for about an hour or two already and I'm excited to see them. I've been able to spend some time with myself before I have to give to others. And that's a really important thing that most of us don't get to do. Many of us wake up and go directly into doing things for others, and we don't give ourselves a chance to do something that is best for us at first. Self-care is so important, and sometimes just having a little bit of time alone can make a really big difference. So I got this idea of waking up earlier from this book called The Miracle Morning. That book was really a game changer when it comes to looking at how your morning impacts the type of day that you have and how it impacts you when it comes to reaching your goals. I highly recommend that you read it and think about implementing some of the things that it recommends and some of those things I'm actually going to be mentioning in this episode. So I challenge you to give it a try. Try one week of getting up maybe an hour or so before you're supposed to and see if it makes a difference in your day and in your work. So instead of jumping up at the hitting that snooze button for the third time, getting dressed, scarfing down some breakfast on your way to work or skipping breakfast altogether. We're going to talk about that later. See if you can get up in enough time to actually sit at the table and eat your breakfast and doing some other things before you head out the door into the world. Give it a try and let me know if it helped because I know it's going to help if you do it consistently. The next thing you can do to improve your day is to work out. Now, 
like many of you, I have a love-hate relationship with working out. I know and I can feel the benefits of it, but doggone man, it can be hard to make yourself just do it. But hey, the numbers don't lie and studies show that working out has benefits such as having more energy, having a better mood, getting better sleep, and of course, many physical and health perks as well. We all know that working out, even if it's just for 15 minutes per day, can make a major difference in your life. And yet, studies show that less than 5% of the adult population spends 30 minutes per day being active. Less than 5% of adults, y'all, we have got to do better, myself included. So when you're planning ahead, see where you can fit some physical activity into your routine. It could be playing at the park with your kids, running on the treadmill, taking a walk around the block, going to the gym, or just doing some jumping jacks in your living room. This change can change your mood and it can save your life. Okay, next up is reading. When is the last time you read a book from the beginning to the end? I hope your answer is recently, but much of the world quits reading after high school. Doing things like reading and completing trainings can help you better yourself mentally and intellectually. We are never too old to keep learning. We can never know so much that we don't need to continue to learn. Not only can learning be relaxing, as it is a great way to wind down at night, but also that mental stimulation, especially when you are doing mundane things all day, can really improve your mood and make you feel better about yourself. I know I feel a sense of accomplishment after reading a book or completing a training, especially if I gain a lot of great information from it. So when you're planning your quarter, Put some time in there for you to take a course, complete a training, or simply read a book. 30 minutes of reading per day can really be a game changer. The next tip is for all my busybodies, and that is to plan for self-care. I know, I get it, y'all extra busy. You work full-time jobs, you go to school, take care of kids, maybe even a single parent, God bless you, but you must put in some time for self-care. If you don't, you'll be no good for others. Now, when I say self-care, most people immediately go to things like spa days and vacations and trips, but self-care doesn't have to be that elaborate or that expensive. If you know that Wednesdays are a long and rough day for you, plan a pamper night at home every Wednesday night that includes a nice bubble bath, some candles, your favorite dessert, and a good book or some music. That doesn't cost much and all it takes is a little bit of time and effort. Or if baths are not your thing, pick a day each week where you do whatever it is that you enjoy, whether it be walking around Target for a little while or sitting and watching some HGTV under your favorite blanket. Make some time for you. Self-care also includes things like going to therapy. Too often we are stressed, anxious, worried, and just emotionally and mentally overloaded with stuff, and we need somebody to talk to. Therapy is the perfect place because it's the one and only time where you can sit for an hour and talk all about you and you don't have to worry about being cut off, listening to somebody else's problem, or made to feel like what you're going through isn't a big deal. In my book, therapy is the ultimate form of self-care. So don't just think about self-care, plan it and execute it. At the beginning of each week or month, determine what days and how you're going to implement self-care into your routine. I've said it once and I'll say it again. You aren't any good to anybody if you don't take care of yourself. The next activity that I'm about to mention may be a surprise, 
but I know it's necessary. And that is eating right. Now, I'm no nutritionist, and I'm not even going to talk about dieting and calories and all that fancy stuff. I'm just talking about eating three meals per day. How often do you skip breakfast or just have a cup of coffee and call that breakfast? How often do you work through lunch or maybe just eat a quick snack and call that lunch? I'm sure I'm stepping on some toes here, especially for my moms and my high-achieving women. We are notorious for skipping meals because we are so busy. Now, you may not feel like you're doing anything harmful, but believe me, your body is big mad at you. If you're wondering why you're so tired, why you lack energy, or why you're grumpy around 3 o'clock, check your diet. Lack of nutrition does more than affect your body. It affects your mood and your mind. Being hangry is a real thing. Trust me, I know. So while you're planning, also plan your meals if that is an area that needs work. And again, journal and see if you notice a difference in how you feel throughout the week. Next up is go to bed on time. We live in an open 24 hours a day world. And by that, I mean we have access to everything every day, all day which for some of us makes it difficult to shut down and go to sleep at a decent time. As I mentioned before, a successful day begins at night and many times we are setting ourselves up to have a rough day because we go to bed way too late. Pick a bedtime and stick to it as much as you can. It may help if you just shut down all of your electronics maybe 30 minutes before bedtime to help calm your mind. This may be a great time to read a book, to meditate, to pray, to say a few affirmations before you go to sleep. And lastly, I recommend that you spend time with God. Y'all should have known that was coming. (laughs) Pick a time, whether it's in the morning, during your lunch break, or before bed, and spend some time reading, praying, listening, and reflecting. Listen, when you're trying to make some of these changes, you're going to need some help from the Lord to help give you strength to keep it up, okay? (laughs) Growing spiritually is just as important to me as growing mentally and physically. It is my foundation. So even if I do everything else on this list, but I don't spend time with him, it's all in vain. So if you don't know where to start, just pick, pick a book in the Bible, read a chapter, or pick a person in the Bible that you want to learn about. Right now, I'm focusing on the New Testament. Since I've always kind of gotten stuck in the Old Testament, I decided to start in the New Testament and I'm learning about Jesus. So I read a chapter or two per day, spend some time in prayer, listen to some praise and worship, and then I begin my day. This is what I do, but I recommend that you find what works for you. Spiritual growth can take you places that mental and physical growth cannot. So please don't neglect that area. So as we approach the month of March, I want you to take this last week of February and make the changes needed to reach your goals. Plan ahead to wake up earlier, to work out, to read, implement self-care, eat right, go to bed on time, and spend some time with God. Making these changes that are tailor-made for your life can change things in a way you never imagined. It just takes some planning, working, and consistency but it's nothing that's too hard for you to accomplish. So I hope that you feel inspired to be the change that you want to see in your life, to make the changes and to work toward them consistently with discipline and to expect the changes that you make to have a positive impact on your life and the life of those around you. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way.